Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. And I'm Ryan Zook. The Michigan men's basketball team is undefeated. The Michigan women's basketball team is undefeated. We're talking about them both, plus a little hockey, on this episode of Wolverine Confidential. How about those Michigan basketball teams, Ryan Zook? Hey, keep on rolling, man. I feel like that's exactly how I started the last, uh, you know, all basketball podcast we did, but they were undefeated then. They're still undefeated and just crushing teams. Very impressive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have to say the the men's win over Wisconsin was a little bit more impressive than than the women's win, just be based off of the Wisconsin's track record in, in both sports. But I mean, my goodness, that that Michigan men's win over over the Badgers uh, that might have been the most impressive performance I've seen from a Juwan Howard team to date. I mean, that was just, I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like the uh, people are calling it, you know, just the best, most impressive performance of the season. I mean, it, it was just, it really was something. Let, let's go back a little bit here because right. this is now you've got, you know, started their, their last three games over a win over a number 19 Northwestern. They were up 29 points at one point. They win by 19. Then they play number 16, Minnesota, up 37 at one point. They win by 25. And then the aforementioned game against number nine, Wisconsin, this week, up 40 at one point and win by 23. If that seems some like some sort of record for blowout wins over ranked opponents, it is, according to ESPN Stats and Info, first team in college basketball history to have three straight wins over ranked teams by at least 19 points yeah. very specific stat but it's what michigan just did and again you can go back even further the game before that against maryland wasn't ranked at the time but you know they, they picked up some good wins uh this season and you know michigan was up 19 in that game uh you know before winning by 11 i mean you've, the, the theme has been as big as the leads have been over the last few minutes often when michigan empties its bench although against wisconsin it was it was still with some starters out there you know the other team finally makes a run i mean it's, it's hard to maintain when you're up 40 points it's, it's hard to maintain when you're up 25 or 30, but Michigan has done that. I mean, that's been the impressive thing. They really have, you know, had that killer instinct to bury teams. Fun to watch. It, it's no surprise that they have like not like the third or fourth best odds to, to win the national championship. I mean, I, th- I think people are starting to realize what this team is capable of up and down this lineup. It's not just a couple of guys. I mean, it, it's the five starters. It's the bench. It's a little bit of everything all going right right now for, for the Wolverines. Yeah, they all just and they all just fit so well together. The pieces, you know, everyone just knows what they're supposed to do, and everyone just you know fits their their role really well. I mean, it's it is a, it can be a different guy every night as far as you know the the leading score or whatever. But you know, as far as who gets their shots where and and sort of you know the strengths and and their weaknesses, they're just it's a really nice nice balance that they have going. And you know, Franz Wagner on both ends of the floor is. You know, after maybe a slow start to the season, you know, a, a lot of people, myself in, included, maybe just expected him to pick up where he left off, you know, at the end of last season. And, you know, maybe that, that didn't happen exactly, but uh, it sure it sure has been been lately. And he just continues to to block shots and, and get steals. You know, you're seeing that basketball IQ that the Michigan coaches were talking about, you know, kind of come to fruition out on the court as he anticipates so well. And, you know, it helps when you're close to 6'10 with those long arms. He's making use of them and, you know, and then he's going to work at the other end with drives and hitting threes. And again, I praised Mike Smith last, last time we talked about how he's just, you know, kind of making everything go. And it's, yeah, he's, I think he's doing, he's doing a great job and 
yeah, you just, you just go up and down the, the lineup for as far as who's playing. And this last game, they got Austin Davis back. That was a nice boost, you know, to, to have now another true center, you know, to spell Hunter Dickinson. He comes in and right, right away, first possession, gets the ball, boom, goes to work, little, little baby hook in the post. You know, he was out there on the floor, uh, you know, for, for parts during their, you know, their big run as well. It's really something in this machine basketball team. Yeah, I, I know Michigan was at home, but I mean, Wisconsin just doesn't allow like 22 nothing runs against them. Like that's just, it's just unheard of, like a top 10 team allowing that to happen. And, and a lot of those possessions, they weren't even getting good looks. I mean, Michigan was just suffocating on D and it was just like, wow, like you could just see like Wisconsin was just dejected, man. Like, man, we can, we cannot store a bucket right now. Yeah, no, they're, I think that's exactly right. It's, you look at the shots. I mean, I think Michigan during that, huge spurt there was even if you do the whole 43 to six or whatever it was i think there was like one mid-range shot mike smith hit a hit a you know two-point jumper or whatever other than that it was it was like layups dunks and then and then threes you know some of them some tough threes but for the most part getting them in rhythm and wisconsin it was like the exact opposite of you know efficient you know kind of modern basketball just yeah tough contested shots all over the place so yeah, it was. Uh, can you imagine if there had been fans there? You know, the oh main my God. Yeah, place that... would have just been going absolutely nuts. So now Michigan will face Minnesota. Yeah, just had one, just, you know, went Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. They were supposed to have a Penn State game in there, Michigan, but, you know, that one was postponed. But yeah, just, you know, from January 6th to January 16th, playing Minnesota twice. Uh, I wrote about it today, but like all over college basketball this year, you're seeing, you know, rematches. There's often rematches in conference, obviously, but, you know, on a shorter, shorter time frame, shorter turnarounds, because, you know, a lot of conferences are going to just back to back nights, same teams playing each other, whether at the same venue or if they're nearby, they, they switch, you know, so you got plenty of data on this and there's plenty of instances of teams winning as big as Michigan did even over, over Minnesota. And then, you know, the next night in some cases, that team that won huge, losing Mm -hmm. uh so you know it it absolutely can can happen you can see from a you know psychological standpoint which team would be more motivated uh, and that would be minnesota in this one to show what they can do and it's not like they're they're so far you know below michigan talent wise or anything like that so you know i don't know i think the same things we're looking for in that first game with their point guard and their center matchup you know we're going to look for again in, in this one but we'll see how it shakes out michigan trying to get to uh to 12 and 0. They got to 17 and 0 a couple of years ago, if, if you recall. That's a that's the best start in program history. So still got a little ways to go before they get there. But yeah, it's just very impressive. And you know, you just hope you, they can keep playing games. <laughs> that's like the number one thing. Win or lose, just keep playing games. Cause I wrote about that today as well, just how they're how they're dealing with it. But part of it is out of your control when all is said and done. And you know, you're seeing you're seeing shutdowns there. Rival Michigan State right now on pause, you know, along with other teams in the Big Ten as well. And teams all over the country so michigan women like you said play the other night absolutely crushed wisconsin yeah and- this wisconsin team is, isn't as uh talented as the the men's team i mean they came in they're now three and seven and zero and seven overall in the big 10 so i mean michigan beat them 92 to 49 here a few weeks ago too so i mean wisconsin women weren't much of a challenge but you got to win the games on your schedule and i mean michigan got to work early 18 to two run to start the game. Uh, and then kind of led do- double by double figures the, the rest of the way. And um, I mean, 
then now it was Maddie Nolan stepping up, making her second start of the year. Leah Brown, their, their talented transfer from Nebraska, missed her third straight game because of COVID-19 protocols. Uh, Tim Barnes, Arico, presses the right button, starts Maddie Nolan, and, and she hits five threes in the game too early and bested her career high in the first half with 14 points. It was previously 13 points. So nice little coaching move there from, from KBA. And yeah, I mean, Nas Hillman only scored six points, but she still had 15 rebounds and seven assists. So, I mean, when you're able to kind of roll with, with, with a lineup and, and different people can score. And when you're shutting down the opposing team's top player, uh, Wisconsin's leading store only had one point. Uh, that's a recipe for success right there. Does seem like they're turning defense and offense a little more than than in the past. You know, this this team could always score. Kim Barnes Rico's teams, I, I thought, have always been pretty good offensively. It's been the other side of the floor, maybe that's been an issue at times, but um seems like they're just a much more complete team this year. Right. And I and I asked uh, KBA after the game about how she thinks she compares to some of the other top teams in, in the country and and, and when healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. She believes they, they can compete with anyone. And I mean, looking at their schedule, they haven't faced too many tough tests so far. They had that one ranked win at Northwestern, a 21 point victory. But outside of that, they faced a lot of bottom dweller teams in the, in the big 10 so far. I mean, Illinois isn't very good. They faced Wisconsin twice, um, beat Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they, they have a little bit of a, a schedule coming up here where, I mean, they have Michigan state twice coming up. Uh, they start eight and zero after, but they have since lost their last two. And then January twenty first, this Thursday or next Thursday, at Ohio State, one of five ranked teams that are still undefeated. Um, they had a few games postponed as well, and have only played seven games, but but they've won them all. So that I think that's going to be uh, telling how just how good this team could be. There's no update on, on Leah Brown that they what they won't comment on her status, but um, depending, I don't know when she'll be back, but. That will be a, something to watch, too, because they'll probably need her against a, a talented Buckeyes team. Who else is ranked in the Big Ten on the women's yeah, side? Yeah, Maryland's ranked number nine. They're still undefeated. or They're 10-1 overall and 6-0 in the Big Ten. Uh, uh-huh. The Hoosiers, 8-3 overall, 6-1 in the Big Ten. And Ohio State's ranked 15th. And mm-hmm. then Northwestern's still ranked at number 22. So it's a pretty pretty deep conference this year. And uh, Michigan, Michigan's just getting into the the heart of heart of its schedule. So. What is Michigan ranked? They are number 13 now. Yeah. Yeah. Number 13. 13. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the men will shoot up to in in Monday's rankings. I mean, they should be three. I mean, if we're being honest, they should probably just slot them behind Gonzaga and Baylor if they win on Saturday here against Minnesota. Villanova is a tough spot. They're three currently and just haven't played uh, in so long, but so I'm not going to, it's not about penalizing them. It's just about look at look at the body of work that that Michigan has has done with these wins. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see both these teams soaring in the polls and you know getting national attention. And you know, I continue to see the stat about how they're the only two that you know are are undefeated, only pair you know in in college basketball. So that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, things are going well. And just last thing here, I'll, I'll just. Mentioned the the hockey team real quick. They have a, a two game home series against Ohio State, pivotal Big Ten matchup or a two game series at Yost this weekend. I will be uh, at Friday's game. This podcast probably won't go up till Saturday morning, so you'll have to check uh, check out mlab.com to see the results and, and see some coverage from from tonight's game. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll recap more next week. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Have a nice weekend.